of Escape from Plan A. This is Teen. Uh, kind of throwback. It's uh, it's Chris and Adam. How's it going, guys? Hey, Teen. What's up? What's up, guys? It's been... Uh, I was, We were just remarking before I hit record. It's been a while since the three of us jumped on a pod, but it seemed, it seemed like when we first started, it was just the three of us all the time. So, yeah. it was like a throwback. Uh, That's all right. <laughs> the olden days. Yeah. All right. So, um, let's see. Should we just jump, jump right in, Chris, or do you want to... Anything you want to remark upon before we get into the uh, proceedings? Uh, no, let's let's jump right in. It's it's been a week since everything ever all at once won. Pretty much everything. No, not pretty much. It did win everything. It was Swept. up for yeah, all seven categories, I believe. Batted batted one hundred, and you know, congrats to everyone involved in that movie. And while I'm not the biggest fan of the movie, I am not mad <laughs> as. You know, it, it could have been so much worse. That's that's what I always say to to you know people I talk to about this. And overall, if this is going to be our our generational imprint on on cinema as like millennial Asian Americans, it could have been worse. You know, it could have been a lot worse. It's it's not the, it's not the nightmare scenario. So the thing that interested me, especially about this, was if you look back at, I mean, I'm not I don't want to overweight the Oscars, but if you look at the last few years, there's been a great overrepresentation of Asians, you know, with like Parasite and Nomadland and this. And it just seems to have happened all of a sudden when so much of uh, Asian American online discussions and stuff, one of the key pillars of it was complaining about media representation and how we were excluded from these fields and, and nobody wanted to give us our respect or whatever and so these all come at once and was this what we were all always fighting for and if so what what, what have we gained and and all that so it, it's made me think about that and how it relates to plan a as well because a lot of things we did talk talk about uh when we started what had a lot to do with like media reps so it's like has our mission been accomplished you know, i've been thinking about that last week I would say that it comes with something. I don't think it's worth nothing. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I do think it's... it's. Uh, I think we're just going through the list. I mean, one thing that is surprising to me... I don't like any of these movies. Um, I, I liked um, The Farewell. I thought that was pretty good, you know? Um, mm-hmm. But overall, I would say I wasn't a big fan of Crazy Rich Asians. Wasn't a big fan of Shang-Chi. Not a big... F- I didn't, really didn't like Everything Everywhere. But they all made a lot of money, and they all were really popular with critics. And that was real money that they made. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't the Asian American yeah. Film Club showing up to to boost ticket sales. I mean, people really turned out for these movies. And Chris, I think you said it was A twenty four's highest highest grossing movie. So it is surprising yeah, I think to before me. Before it was, um, what's that one? Um, the one Adam Sandler plays that degenerate gambler. What's that movie called? Oh, something jewels, something about um, yeah, the the what, jewel, the jewel. Why is I like that movie? Why am I totally blanking on that movie? But yeah, he's he plays um, yeah, yeah that one I think might have been the one before this, but definitely uh, this one is now their their number one movie. Yeah, and I'm I'm surprised. Uncut gems. Uncut I, I guess gems, I am. Yeah. I yeah. There you go. Yeah, uncut gems. I am genuinely surprised 
uh, at the commercial viability of Asian American films. Happily, uh, uh, I, I'm I'm happy about that. I don't know if I really like these films, but they don't offend me. I mean, Shang Chi like doesn't offend me. Mm. I just find that they're like a lot of other movies these days. They're they're mm-hmm. they're dumb. <laughs> You know? I mean, it, it's, it is a Marvel movie, right? I mean, yeah, it's, it's a dumb Marvel one movie. Inter- one interesting dynamic is, uh, I've observed is that I think a lot of this, I, I think to some degree, you can chalk up everything ever all at once is victory to this attempt by the Academy to see more with the times and not just the domain of stuffy white people. And I think you can, mm-hmm. you know, love it or hate it. I think you could credit uh, Oscar So White, that whole whatever you want to call it, movement or ha- just a mere hashtag. I think that you can credit that as the the most visible genesis of it. And that was uh, started by this person named April Rains. I don't know if that's her real name or that was just her Twitter handle, whatever. But who, it's a pretty porny end, name, isn't it? Right. It is, <laughs> but but in the end, who, who seems to benefit the most? Uh, Asian Americans in like typical model minority fashion. Yeah, and is that going to be the new stereotype? Asians, we we get into Ivy Leagues and we dominate the Oscars. That is just such an odd <laughs> like stereotype to think about going forward. But if you look at the track record of the last like four to five years, that is what it shows. We you know along with being overrepresented at at like Ivy League universities and such we are now overrepresented at the oscars what the hell does that mean now i have no idea i think uh yeah. i think that the asian presence in hollywood is probably larger than most people think I like I, say, I don't, yeah. i'm not saying that i know what it is but I, I always got the feeling that there is more there's more asian american money and like yeah there's just more there are more there are a lot of asians in hollywood i would say well, more than I, we would I, think. Yeah. Well, I know? think the um, I think the top college, demo, like like Ivy League presence in Hollywood, uh, and in sort of TV writers' rooms, and uh, sort of other top college presence in Hollywood is something that I think people don't think would happen, but it, it's there. And I think Asians go to those schools, right? So it just sort of goes hand in hand. No, mind? no. I think you. I think you have a point there because I think there is something that has been happening uh, over the last little while. Is this professionalization, credentialization, right. um, academification of entertainment, which used to really be the domain of just, um, I think, like you know, people who just kind of didn't fit in society. A lot of, if you, I, I just remember reading a lot of bios of Hollywood legends and stuff like that and there were like people who would drop out of high school and they would bounce around here and there they ended up in new york and they ended up acting in, in a broadway play and, and that's how they got their start whereas now it's become much more streamlined and i, I think that's what the whole like nepo baby controversy is trying to get at that not that this right. was ever a, a completely free meritocratic thing but right. this is now we always think of the elites as so, you know, people who work at investment banks and all that, but no, the true elite are the ones who aspire and have access to these like media or culture class jobs. And if you think of you know, gener- uh, Asian Americans dominating for uh, in proportion, that is 
the ranks of the Ivy League and stuff, it, it is kind of inevitable. You would think that we would start spilling over into these areas, not yeah, only be, out of sheer numbers, but because yeah. we reflect their values at their purest. We are so sincere. I mean, I, I said I would watch the um, acceptance speeches of, of um, Short Round and Michelle Yeoh and, and Daniel Kwan. I actually didn't, <laughs> oh, but man. I've heard summaries of it and it is, uh, I'm sorry to say, like incredibly obsequious. It's like exactly what Hollywood wants to hear at this point. And who better than Asian Americans to reflect their own glory back at them, right? Man, I kind of. Yeah, but, but what I'm saying is that Asian Americans find we, we we find ourselves on the inside of Hollywood now too. I think it's right. too. I think part of that obsequious, or or part of the the sort of like popular image of Asian Americans as outsiders is itself something that I think a lot of Asian insiders in Hollywood want to paint. Mm-hmm. Um, but there mm-hmm. are a lot of Asian insiders, like. Uh, as an example, and and yeah. this, I think he aligns with your what I think one of you guys said was the professionalization of Hollywood is Dan Lin, right? One of the most successful uh, yeah, producers right. in Hollywood right now. Wasn't he tapped? Like he was his name. I remember last time I heard his name was like when Warner was it Warner Brothers that does DC. They wanted to tap a new head of. They wanted a Kevin Feige of DC, and they the first their first choice was Dan Lin, who I don't think wanted the job. Um, but he is a uh, he went to Wharton for undergrad and uh, got his did, MBA yeah. from Harvard. Yeah, uh, and you know he's just like he's the he's a he's a super producer, and um, you know he's 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 always making you know list of you know Hollywood reporters thirty most powerful or whatever, and he's oh you know he's this yeah. Taiwanese American guy, and you know his list of his list of movies dates back 20 years and it's all, you know, it's big time crazy. stuff. The, the, so, the Departed, the Departed a Terminator, the Sherlock Holmes movies, Lego movies. Yeah. yeah. Um, Godzilla. It, anyway, it's pretty big. Exactly. Lego movie. Right. Um, yeah. And so I don't know, I guess, I guess th- this is a thing where, you know, are we really on the outside of Hollywood? Can we can we really isn't keep the, saying that? New, I don't think we can say the that now. Pres, the president of the president of the academy is an Asian woman. Yeah, Janet Yang, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. And was it isn't like the the editor in chief of the Hollywood Reporter, Janice yeah. Min, someone who's yes. Asian American? Exactly. Um, and then I, I'm sure there's like a, like a, Walter Hamada, wasn't he head of DC or Warner Brothers or something like that? Um. Yeah, and and yeah. I think it, it makes sense that the, you know, the, these aren't necessarily, uh, like outsider artist types. These are people who, a generation ago, probably would have gone into, the you know more traditional white collar fields, but you know you you kind of um just you know make a few pivots here and there, and you can easily end up being yeah. higher ups at, at these institutions. And just and look it, at Asian 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 directors and stuff. I mean, like. Like a like Chloe Zhao, you know, like boom, right up, right away, she's got herself a Marvel franchise, you know, after winning Best Director or whatever. Uh, you've got, you know, James Wan, he's just like minting fucking money all the time, right? You've got uh, Justin, Justin, what's his name? Justin Lin. Lin. Yeah, he's still a big time director. Yeah. Um, I just think, I just think, like, there, there definitely is. 
it's and it's not said enough a lot because you know nobody wants to say it. It's it's kind of like I don't know if this is a thing where like you're not supposed to say there's a lot of Jews in Hollywood, but there seems to be a lot of Asians in Hollywood. I mean, it, I mean, they always talk about like Asians being the new Jews. This is just like this is a natural progression of it. Like right, you you rise through the ranks, you you conquer the the garment industry, then you go and conquer the accounting industry, and then your last step, I guess, is media. It, it makes it's a well worn like well traveled path. It makes sense for that to happen. And you often see, I, I see this in, in places like, uh, you know, places like Asian masculinity or Asian identity, where they'll say things like, oh, how come these like South Asians are leapfrogging us in tech and all that? I mean, there's like a whole host of reasons for that. But it's like, are you not seeing how there's so many of like yellow Asians in, in Hollywood? And that, that, that could, as I said, that could be like new stereotype Asians. There's, you know, we're just all up in that harvard and hollywood it seems and it's yeah my question is why does it fucking feel so empty like, what do you mean because it's i i think for especially the kind of like our generation you know which is like you know gen x millennial so much of our online conversations especially from my experience centered on very uh kind of common topics i mean obviously everyone has their own experiences but i think regardless of class or background or stuff there are certain things that people always talked about and one of them was always media representation like why do they always like portray us as these especially if you're a guy like these like dickless losers and all that and it always seemed like this was a thing that you could really rally people around and for i think a while it, it probably seemed like it was never going to happen and part of that was sort of the appeal the the um, unaccomplishable quest because then it, you would always have something to do. But then in a span of a few years, it seems to have suddenly almost every wish has been granted. And I don't really see what this changes. And I wonder if there... Changes for who? Just like, like just, just your, like, for regular just like your everyday people. Yeah, just like your everyday Asian American type of person. Um, you don't think there's been a... Ch- I think there's been a significant change. Uh, like in, in what way? The experience of being Asian in the, like the '90s versus right now, uh, and the visibility in you know in just the general overall visibility in pop culture. Uh, I mean, Asians actually exist in popular culture now, right? Like, I'm not saying it's good or bad. I'm just saying it's definitely different. And I think Asian kids coming up now, especially ones of a certain like you know socioeconomic standing. I think have a much different social are are facing a much different society than if they had come up say in the nineties where I, I agree with that. I'm more wondering if that's because of the stuff that Asian Americans have been doing. I think it's more that Asian Americans are reacting to that change, which have been spurred more, I think from developments in Asia and just like changes in more like you know, geopolitical order and prestige and all that. And I think Asian Americans are actually quite lagging in that. And a lot of the stuff we're making are... But I think stepping up, stepping back, though, I do think that, like, an Asian guy right now, uh, like, going to, like, an elite college or something, you know, is facing a lot less of a social headwind than than would have been the case 
25 years ago. Oh, no, I don't think any of us would disagree with that, right? Yeah. And, and I Adam, think I that, that uh, I don't know yeah, whether true. it's caused by no, that's that true. causes, you know, I, I don't know what the causality direction of causality here is, but I do think it is, it is right. It's consistent at least with the increased, you know, visibility of Asian people in pop culture. My thing is, I don't know if that's like necessarily something that's good for, I don't like there's downsides to that too. You know, like I wouldn't trade it in just like, you know, most of the modern conveniences in life, like the smartphone or whatever, I wouldn't trade it in. I wouldn't want to go back to the pre-smartphone era. I wouldn't want to go back to the pre-visibility you know, visibility of Asians in Hollywood era. But there are downsides to it, you know? Um, you know, I think it's producing, like, it's, it's easier for Asian people to get swept up into the crappy mass culture that Hollywood represents. And, and, and uh, you know, these movies are, are trivial entertainments that don't really have any substantive value yeah, as far I, as I'm concerned. I think the downside is that loss of purpose because once you achieve the thing that you think you wanted, then then your like sense of, well, what are we all in this for disappears and what do you have left? You have this very... Um, like. Hollywood influenced liberal assimilation identity and you'll you'll make the same type of you know and I think that is why this Asian American stuff has been quite popular because there's no denying that something like everything everywhere all at once is quite popular with not just Asian Americans in fact some of the worst fans I've seen of it are not Asian at all <laughs> oh really um, yeah I, I yeah like there was there was a podcast I did recently uh, on Champagne Sharks, and there's this Australian woman, Avery, Avery Edison, who made a tweet about um, just how it was something like you know everything I wrote. I, I remember is, the tweet. Is, it wasn't that bad a tweet. She was just like the yeah, message. If, if basically, I, saying the message wasn't very good because it means the message like, of the movie is. It's kind of like saying that the daughter, the Joy character, is kind of a spoiled brat, and the movie is saying you can just be really be a, a shitty person, and also it's cool to dodge taxes or something like that. And you know, it's obviously kind of a joke because she's a comedian and all that. But some of the most vociferous defenders of the movie were white people calling her a, a racist. Oh, for, really? Uh, I thought it was all Asian yeah. people that were saying that to her. No, no, no. I think it was mostly white people. Oh, I wow. think Asian Americans weren't <laughs> even really aware this was going on. So I was like, why? Why are these white people uh, defending uh, an Asian American movie uh, uh, so much? And it's, I think it's because yeah, that's weird. I think because like Asian Americans have become very well aligned with this, uh, this kind of like progressive social cultural uh, view, and we've become very adept at you know talking about intergenerational trauma which has wide appeal even for uh non-asians anybody who feels like their parents being somewhat misunderstanding of them is is the greatest uh sin ever committed we have asian americans have internalized that so well and express it even better than than the white people whom we have long associated with with being like whiny brat types, you know, talking about like the Holden Caulfields and all, all the negative stereotypes that we have about, you know, privileged white people whining about their parents. We've become so good at that. 
And because we've become so good at assimilating, you know, Ivy League mindsets, now we've become so good at uh, assimilating progressive Hollywood mindset that we become we become masters of the master, and now they're awarding us with their highest honors. Yeah, you know, one telling article <laughs> that I came across, probably the most absurd article in the in the wake of the Oscar sweep, was in the BBC. Why Vietnam doesn't want to claim Khe Hui Quan? And okay. uh, in the middle oh, of the article, no one in the Vietnamese government has said anything about his Oscar win, though that is perhaps <laughs> less surprising from the habitually taciturn Vietnamese Communist Party. Why this reluctance to embrace a successful and now globally recognized actor who openly acknowledges his Vietnamese roots? And then it goes into the whole history about Vietnamese oh, that, That's so, I mean, that's obviously the, the political agenda is so obvious because like, yeah, uh, like oh, short oh, round speeches. And I say speeches because it wasn't just his Oscar speech. It has been the most obsequious of them all where he's talking about America basically made my dreams come true. And, and from an individual point, I, I can really, I feel for him. You know, he, he is an actor. It's a very difficult job. He probably thought he was never going to act in, in a, a movie period, let alone uh, uh, one of the most honored movies of the year. And for decades, he probably thought he was finished and he gets this great chance and now he's winning. So, of course, he'd be thankful, but he becomes, um, like, I don't like seeing him, like, thanking Hollywood, um, especially when Hollywood is, is on the decline of it in, in many ways and us as an Asian American is being used as props like this. And then also throwing that thing about the Vietnamese communist government. Yeah, bullshit. I gotta, I gotta hey, say. Did I'm you guys see at... that tweet by um, uh, what, what's her name, uh, Biang Biang, or or you, you know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. Like she, she had a tweet that that was very popular. Um, does anyone remember exactly what she said? But it was basically calling out Short Round for kind of like being a bootlicker. <laughs> oh yeah, God, he was I, like, know, okay, it, why it, do you, why did you have to leave Vietnam? It was because of the fucking Americans starting a war there. You know, like yeah. You know, yeah, uh, can we? I don't like calling him short round. What? What's it? I keep. I don't I know, know if it's Kei Hui Kwan or Kei Kui Huan. What's his name? Kei Hui Kwan. Kei Hui Kwan. Okay. I gotta. I gotta say, I'm looking at this picture of uh, the the Everything Everywhere cast, uh, like just all the people that are holding Oscars, and you see Jamie Lee Curtis there, and it, it's just so <laughs> bizarre because she's like, it's like. It's it's like six Asian people, including um God, who's the old guy um that is in like every James fucking Hong. James Hong, right? He's got his Oscar. Oh, oh God. For some reason I thought he died. I did too. Anyway. I thought no, he no, died too. Um no no the um James Shigeta died. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. the other James. <laughs> James Shigeta was that the guy from Mortal Kombat? Maybe you mean the guy who played Shang Tsung? The yeah. evil guy? No, yeah, no, no, that was no, somebody that, else. No. Okay, I think he's quite alive. Oh, J oh James Shigeta from like way back from yeah, 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 yeah from yeah. um that that yeah, film from, noir era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I guess Kimono most guy. Americans he'll Crimson be Kimono. he'll be known best for Die Hard, but he was in quite a few movies in the sixties. Like Crimson, Crimson Kimono. Kimono. Yeah, yeah, I, I okay. saw that. Uh, no, last that year. that isn't who I was. I mean, they look. I wasn't uh, mistaking those those two guys. I, I just really thought that James Hong. I did too. <laughs> I, I still think I, I still think <laughs> he is really thought James Hong had died. 
You know, the amazing thing about James Hong is he was always whatever age he is now. Like, if you go back to, like, Blade Runner, which was, what, like, 1982 or some shit? He looks the same. same. He looks just as old. He was the same guy. He looks just as wrinkly and old. It's crazy. Um, Was he also in um, Little Trouble and Big... A uh, little, a big yeah. trouble in Little China. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he was the, the he was the 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 guy. He was the the bad guy, right? He was like yeah. the the like the um magic. He had like magic powers or whatever. Yeah, that was a <laughs> that's a movie that people he was find Lopan. very Lopan. That's who he was. Th- Lopan. Yeah, I just think that movie is hilarious. But I know people are. Oh, I love like that, that movie. <laughs> movie anymore yeah, no it's totally racist, but it's done. It's, it's completely it's, racist. It's racist in like an overt sort of like this is american kitsch this fucking bullshit way but that does subvert yeah. a lot a lot of tropes like what's his name is like um brandon lee is in it and is he um, really yeah brandon lee is oh, the co-star with um what's his name um kurt russell yeah kurt russell that was brandon lee really yeah, oh shit so. okay i, I didn't i didn't brandon even know lee. You mean no, 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 no. That's it's no, Dennis. It Dunn. It's not Brandon Lee. It's Dennis Dunn. I thought Brandon Lee was in something else kind of similar, but no, it's you're right. Yeah, it's, no, 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 uh, no, no, Dennis no, no. Dunn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's just cra- no. And then it goes at like the BBC article is so fucking typical. Like it starts going into like how why Asian people like it just starts. This is what BBC always does. It starts finding ways in which Asian people are terrible to each other. You know, so it's like, yeah. oh, uh, resentment at China's aggressive policies over uh, South China Sea and its growing economic clout fuels powerful anti-Chinese sentiment in the population. Uh, Ke Hoi Kwan is not of Vietnamese descent. He is just Chinese Vietnamese and was born in Vietnam. We have to make that clear, wrote, wrote one person on the BBC Vietnamese Facebook page. <laughs> they- like well, I, whenever whenever this typical. type of article comes, yeah, whenever this type of article comes out, it makes me think that. They need to try to find any sort of inter-Asian tension to uh, justify their own yeah. vehem- like virulent uh, anti-Asian racism. Well, well, right? it, it's like oh, no, it's, it, it's totally okay it, because they hate each other too. No, it's classic divide and conquer, right? It's yeah, divide. Exactly. It's like oh, this. So this uh, this Asian guy who you know, okay, yeah, he he openly acknowledges Vietnamese roots. What does that mean? Openly acknowledges his Vietnamese He says like, he's from Vietnam? That, no, I know, <laughs> but why? It's just a weird thing to, like, he op- he's open about it, as if being Vietnamese yeah. was, like... He doesn't hide it? Yeah, it's so strange. But, um, yeah, no, they, it, like, we're, we're talking about this guy who's been in Hollywood for, like, he was, he's short round, right? He's been in Hollywood since the 80s, finally wins a, an Oscar for some movie much later, and then this entire article is about China's uh, f- uh, aggressive military policy in the South China Sea. What, what yeah. is that? How do you like, get from there total, to here? You know, like it's just fucking yeah. bizarre. And that's not even a left turn. That's like a corkscrew. Yeah, and I can't help but think that there is there there. It, it's just another way, a weird way in which you know um, Asian American is just t- they just will not separate it from Asian. Yep, and in this case, I really wish they would just leave Asia out of it altogether because this shit has nothing to do with Asia. Yep, I'm sorry, it just has yeah. nothing to do with Asia. And then Michelle Yeoh winning for this has nothing to do with Asia. It's this is just the Oscars, and to 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 start making statements about what this says about Asia itself is ridiculous. It's totally ridiculous. Nobody in Asia cares about this shit. They don't. 
I'm sorry. Nobody's nobody's watched this movie. Nobody cares about this movie. It's an American I just, movie. <clears throat> I just had a call with my parents who are, you know, very like right wing Korean. So they they kind of like hate China. So they were like they basically asked me, did that Chinese movie win? And they honestly thought everything everywhere all at once was was uh, made by the Chinese government. So I mean that that's that's how much they know about the movie. I was just telling yeah. them, no, it was just it was made by like Chinese Americans. It has nothing to do with that. So yeah, like it it is. Yeah, well, just nobody in Asia really knows. I, I will say that um, I think it's better that um, movies like um, Everything Everywhere All at Once, and I think that they're, they're that they're sort of just normal. Uh, un- unlike like I think Crazy Rich Asians which you know it positions uh, like it, all Asians are like crazy rich right I don't don't think that's a great look but I think just this neurotic you know everything everywhere all at once movie is is better is a better direction in my opinion but I've always maintained I like the spirit of Crazy Rich Asians which is just like fuck off to America and just go to Asia, which I think is much more subversive than something like Everything Ever All At Once, which is, yeah, you, your immigrant Asian parents need to say sorry to you. And to the extent that they're absolvable is be- only because their parents were even worse to them, which is what I got. Yeah, from that's not great. Ever but Once, I, which I didn't is get why- the whole... Ma- I mean, maybe Which is a, there, why there, there, there is there is some to there's some level of subversion to everything everywhere, which is that it's one of the few immigrant movies that where she she clearly thinks that she did the wrong thing by coming here, and the her her that, access that to the multiverse really sort of proves weird. that point that that she probably would have been better off if she just stayed. Um, yeah, it's a little bit of a subversion. You well, know, that would be really subversive. I think it would be much more subversive if Joy thought she would have been better off if her mom didn't uh, immigrate. Because it, it's one thing to think. No, but that- still, you you rarely. No, okay, fine. But you re- still rarely see movies where the heroine, who's this immigrant from America, is you know she finds out that if she had never left, she could have been a movie star, you know, or whatever. Instead of like you know just owning a uh, a laundromat and having a bad relationship with her husband and basically everyone and being overworked and. You know, and the government, the U.S. is represented by J.B. Lee Curtis, this monstrous, you know, IRS auditor. And, you know, it, it doesn't have a lot of great things to say about America. And it doesn't have a lot of, you know, a validating story about uh, about immigration into America. And that I think that is something that I would say I would say is an in, in, in interesting spin on the recent Asian-American films is the is sort of like how immigration sucks um you saw that in like i think there were aspects of that in minari which i thought was you know pretty good there was definitely strong aspects of that in uh the the farewell uh and so i don't know i felt like these things are they're starting to question whether life in america is actually better than life in asia and but whether that's you also give undercut by like someone like say Michelle Yeoh, like the actual Evelyn, is so honored to finally be accepted by American audiences and the Academy. So that also just undercuts yeah, that message. Yeah, but that's the Oscars. I'm talking about the movie, right? Um, just taking but, but the, the with but with everything. Just taking the once, film on like its the, face. 
especially among its biggest fans, the way the the actual narrative of the movie and the extraneous narrative of what the movie represents became so intertwined that sure. Sure, that, but that's not the that, that's why the message was so muddled. Uh, yeah, but that's not necessarily the movie's fault. Right. But I, I actually I do blame the movie. I do think there was mm-hmm. a certain mm-hmm. way that the movie was marketed that took advantage of it. Like, did, like I, I read a lot of articles about this. There never once really was any acknowledgement of the directors. Like these were not just directors who are hired by some big studio to to make a, a mm. prefabricated project. These were the writers and directors. If there's anybody responsible for this project, it was the Daniels. Love them or hate them. Uh, they were the masterminds behind this. But a lot of the articles that I read, which are celebrating this for the diversity and the groundbreakingness, none of it really mentioned them. And I think it's because we can't, the whole like kind of like social justice angle we can't really sell it if it's about two like 30 something straight white and asian guys who look like but, that, but that's still like not the movie hipsters still, the, but, but that's still not the movie's fault <laughs> that's no that's, but i'm saying that the movie uh marketed itself in a way and it became uh, the juggernaut it became because of the way it presented itself i, I don't like that. that's what I'm i don't i don't know whether that's true i mean it could be true but i would say that at the oscars the the daniels got plenty of camera well yeah eventually credit. they got their due eventually they got their due but the, the yeah, I mean, they, they show up, up for best director and for best best film right, right? but so i i i have a very strong suspic- I mean, they won suspicion best director, right i have a very strong suspicion uh, that in the whole uh marketing campaign for this the daniels yeah. are like okay let's leave us out of do, they, do they win best screenplay? We too? want this to be all about like Michelle Yeoh, Short Round, uh, St- uh, Stephanie Sue, or whatever. Because I I think there was even an interview where the Daniel said early on it would be the white Daniel who would always be the one who would make the pitches. But then I think at a certain inflection point they realized, hey, Asian Daniel is the better sell. So they're perfectly aware of how this thing works, and I'm sure Asian Daniel knew. You know what? Um, selling this thing as, hey, the first Asian woman to win Best Actress, uh, that's a better sell than, because there have been you know Asian male directors who've won, um, like uh, what's his name, uh, Ang Lee or the Bong Joon Ho win Best Director, he did right, yes. yeah, he did. Okay, so yeah, it, it, like he he would just be one of now a handful. So that narrative doesn't sell as well. And I think the audience bought, bought it uh, hook, line, yeah, he and sinker. Did. Even those who I think many of those who would consider themselves quite media savvy just totally bought into this uh, very satisfying narrative. Was this a very social justice movie? I, I didn't really feel... Yes and no, because it, it uh, there were a lot of people... Because I think it wasn't that explicit about it. There were there, there wasn't a sense of... But that's my point. Like was it like one of those over the top social justice movies, or did it just yeah. incorporate, you know, a, a not, a, you know, like sort of a queer Asian American character? You know, I think about, it did it uh, just enough it, without isn't being by definition woke it. to have a queer character, but you know, yeah, yeah. So I, it was very skillful, in, I think, in that it it knew just where to be. Enough to signal to the some types circles of directors. I mean, I've seen <laughs> in yeah. some like online spaces who definitely took this upon as, especially if you compare it to other movies that were considered too white. I think like Tar, especially also like you know Banshees of Inisherin. Like, oh, these are just white movies. 
So they have definitely took everything everywhere as their champion. But it was also not so in your face. Like some, I mean, the worst example being something like Velma or She-Hulk, which are obviously just so just annoying about it. Uh, but so, you know, I will give credit. It seemed to have found the the, the perfect balancing point to, oh my God, to be yeah. able to do that. I think one of the reasons I'm a little bit, I, I am with you on everything. I just didn't like the movie. I actually couldn't even finish it. I got to some part where I watched it they twice. were about. And once for yeah, research purposes, but yeah. Yeah, well you're 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 a masochist when it comes to this stuff. But like uh I could I just couldn't finish. I was just bored. Um and so I just lost interest because it was like one of those things where they <laughs> started going into the rules of the metaverse and I was like, I don't give a shit about any of this stuff. Um I just don't care about this movie. But I will say, okay, I guess what I'm trying to say is that despite me not having much interest in any of these movies, uh the the phenomenon itself i think is interesting and has possibilities and i would say recently i saw um industry that hbo show about london like about this like young crop of like fresh out of college uh investment bankers yeah i want to watch it now because you said it was good yeah, it's not a lot of it's not that good. I mean, it's oh. it's good and <laughs> it, you it, said it was good. <laughs> no, 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 it is good, but like parts of no, it. No, 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 it's it. parts. Of, there, it's fine. It, there's no problem with it. But I'm drawn into I, if otherwise, except for this, I probably wouldn't care much about this show. Um, it is very realistic, so it. Does, I think they have a ton of technical advisors, and their depiction of a trading floor is very spot on, fucking accurate. But there's this, you know, Ken Leong. Do you guys know him? He was in like X Men. Yeah, yeah, great yeah. actor. And like yeah. so Sopranos, awesome. X Men. Um, yeah. Lost, so you haven't yeah. seen him in a long time, right? Um, I, I haven't seen Ken. I don't remember yeah, anything he's... that involved Ken Leong since like X Men. Not recently. Okay. Yeah. So he's now, you know, in his fifties, I think, and he's he's an old guy, and he is amazing, fucking amazing. He plays a managing director who is at the very heart of the story. He's not, you know, he's he's a very central character. He is the BSD of this bank. He is the mm-hmm. he is the absolute, you know, stone fucking cold sales trader and um you know, like he he's seen his character is really fascinating to me because and I've only seen two episodes. One, just the way he portrays this guy is so fucking realistic and He's like on the verge of being psycho because he's like, you know, just selling selling trades all day, but on the other hand, he's also the guy who brings in the the young black girl and sees in her like the potential for her to become like a great uh trader. And just the way he delivers lines and I don't know what else to say and he's such a such an alpha but done in a very realistic alpha way. It's not the, you know, the, oh, God, there was like this this investment banking show on Joy Sauce. I tried watching it. It was just so fucking, I mean, clearly oh written by someone who's whoa, never. Whoa, 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 whoa. Joy Sauce made a Joy TV Sauce. show? What is this? Well, someone made a TV show and put it on Joy Sauce. I don't know. It's really bad. Oh, okay. about it. But, but it's it like about a web it's series. A yes, it's a web series. And it's uh, about okay. the same, it's the same uh, thing as this show but just done terribly and this show is executed very well and there's just like see there's just things that he does like he walks around the trading floor with a baseball bat um Mm -hmm. he's the one that tells like you know he's the one that 
actually, you know, Chris, I was telling you because there's a scene that he he's he's sort of sabotaging another one of the senior traders on the FX desk, and mm-hmm. he's telling the he's telling the hedge fund guy who you know who's their big client. He was like, "You really want to talk? You you know you you're going to talk to Hillary? That guy loves soccer." You really want to listen? Oh, yeah, to I, saw, I saw that. And then <laughs> the guy comes in. He's like, "How about the Spurs last night?" <laughs> I was like, no, I was don't, don't, up. "Don't talk to me about Tottenham right now, Adam. You don't want to. You don't want to talk about it." Yeah, yeah. Whoa, what's yeah. going on? Not no. good. Oh, really? Not everything, good every, no, uh, Tina, to say everything. Everything that they say about that on that scene about Spurs is coming true right now. So just, oh, yeah, sure, I don't want to okay. talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I just no, he yeah, is. But I, I really I, recommend I mean, people watch this. I got to say, I, I had the yeah. rug pulled out from under me on the first episode because I found out Lena Dunham directed it. <laughs> so, oops. <laughs> wow, that was surprising. <laughs> Though I think she's my, just one of those guest, my hero, guest directors. Lena Dunham. And he's just... Yeah, you're a hero. <laughs> yeah. But but uh, let me tell you, this guy, uh, Ken Leung, playing Eric Tao is the guy's name. He's great. Yeah. Fucking incredible yeah. rendition of a managing director at a modern investment bank. Really fucking impressive. I, 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 it's, it's awesome. Really? Anyway, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, there's this one scene in particular where there's like a there's a, another sort of sales trader, pretty senior guy, who is just having a really contentious, you know, sexually charged thing with like one of his with like his new recruit. You know, like he he's he's just mm. weird. He's like this redheaded white guy, British guy. And he's just having like this, you know, and he just blows up at her and starts trying to humiliate her at a team dinner. And it's Ken Young that just gets up and is just like, tells him to go home, you know, just, he's just like, go. And he's like, and, and it's just interesting to see an Asian male character inhabit an out, like a sort of like dominant role in a, in a high power league, like workplace drama like this. And it there's nothing unrealistic about it because I've seen these guys. I've met people. True. Like this. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, yeah and, and Asian dudes are like that. And this this show brings it out. Oh, and yeah. there's no social justicey aspect to it. This is just what a modern trading floor is reality like these days. Yeah. So I just you know, I'd be interested just because I've been in that industry too. I mean, not as a trader, but I've you've been on been the floor. On the floor. So you will. You've been at like you've been at one bags. of the big banks. You're gonna know. You're gonna recognize. Oh yeah, it I know. I know guys like yeah. this. I know, yeah, like I know guys like this, and like are you saying that there's a scene where he has like a baseball bat, and I'm like, it's it might sound strange to people listening to this, but that's what they do uh, that have never yeah. seen this, but they do, they do stuff, stuff like, like that. that. Yeah, <laughs> it totally. It, there's this one it, scene it, where they, he's just have stuck for bats, no reason. Everyone, he's standing in the middle of the trading floor during the workday, talking to. He's holding yeah. court. He's holding court like a fucking king, and he's got his pants off. He's got he's just in his boxers, and he's just putting <laughs> all his clothes on. <laughs> he's just slowly putting his pants on and just talking, and people are like handing him his jacket. You know? And I'm like, I could see this happening. You know, I mean, it's a little uh, bit yeah. over the top. It was a little yeah, over the top, yeah. but it was just. I don't know if I've ever I've seen never something seen like that. But, but it I just so it could happen. It yeah. could happen. <laughs> and I was just very, I was just very pleased oh with Ken Leong's performance here. I was like, yes, this is exactly the kind of. He's a great actor. He's a great actor. He's really he's good, really man. Great. This is a great fucking role. Yeah, he's been in a lot of. He's been in some stuff that's that's been mm-hmm. sketchy. Like he was in the Inhumans yeah. TV yeah. show. But he's always good mm-hmm. in it. Like he's always good in things, even if like the shows are pretty bad. But he he does his best, and he's usually pretty yeah. good. So highly recommend on that. And I, I just hope to see more stuff like that. 
you know, I just hope to see yeah. more compelling characters like this guy being played by, you know, undervalued Asian actors who have been around, have the talent, you know, have the chops, can 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 render something truly interesting and be given a chance to do it on a platform like HBO. Fantastic. I have no I, I gotta say that that's a for me it's an un, unalloyed good um to see to see this Eric Tao character come to life. So do you uh, think that's a little bit this... of a, a little bias, but yeah. I mean there's been um a bunch of trailers for Asian American stuff coming out. There's one for uh American born Chinese, which I haven't seen. Mm. Uh, but from what the I trailers hear... all look like everything everywhere all at once. Um, there was one for that little beef with Steven Yeun and Ali Wong. I haven't seen that either. That's a TV kind of watchable. That looks kind of watchable. I don't know. There was one for Joyride, which I did see, and it 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 does look very cringe. Um, I mean, God bless. Is that the drug? Is that the drug running one in China? It's basically a uh, girls trip, but Asians in China, right? Yeah, it's where the adoptee uh, girl goes to China. I mean that, that's that's oh, a whole really? other episode, is, Adam. Uh, I'm sure you want to do like what is that? Oh, is that an adoption? Oh my! Yeah. God. It's one. It's know. half. It's it, from from the trailer. I could gather it was like uh, either a Korean or Chinese family moves to some new neighborhood, it's and then Chinese. a white. I think I think she goes Chinese, to China yeah. to find her, and then the her, and then the um, a white couple stops them and is like, "Hey, will your daughter be friends with our daughter?" I saw that and their I daughter that was a Chinese he, adoptee. Yeah, T linked mm-hmm. that, and um, yeah, I have. I mean, Adam, I'm, I'm sure I have many thoughts. That. I mean, you, uh, if you want to share some of them now, but I, I think it warrants probably a whole other episode. Uh, no, it's okay. We can we can talk about it more later. But um, you know, th- there was actually a good one about an adoptee that Chris. Oh and yeah, I we saw, went to see uh, um, Return to Soul. Return yeah, to Soul. That, that was a good movie. That was very, uh, good. but it also wasn't American, which might be why. Uh, no, it was not. But, <laughs> but anyway, it was like so French. my question was it French or something? Yeah, I was made by this guy named David uh, Chu. Yeah. He's not even Korean. He's Cambodian, French Cambodian, Cambodian French or something. French so, or something. Yeah, uh, French Cambodian. yeah. But anyway, uh, so what the question I want to pose to you guys is: Do you think that there's been this buildup of neglected um, Asian American talent, especially Asian American millennial talent? I think all these people are like kind of in their 30s, maybe early 40s, um, that are now finally getting their chance uh, on the main stage. Do you think that this explosion is because these people are like incredibly talented but had been overlooked before and now they're getting to do it? Or is it just mm. um, kind of like a affirmative action for Asians and Hollywood thing? I think it's both. I think there are definitely cases where. I mean, certainly yeah. you said something like Ken Leung. Um, yeah, uh, is definitely somebody who is very talented, and is getting his due. Um, I didn't know sure, he but... was this talented, though. I had no idea that he could pull something. No, like me this. neither. Like I watch, yeah. you know, I I know him best as from Lost and The Sopranos, and and he was like in there for a few episodes, so he always. Oh, and he. Oh no, uh, my my view of him is kind of poison. He was in this god awful movie called. Um, Shanghai uh, Kiss. It was this indie movie, the Asian American, and he was in it. It was mm, so bad, mm. but I, I'm I'm gonna. It was a while ago, so okay, Ken, that's that's fine. I, it, you know, the sad thing about that is like you you could tell that an actor sort of has to take the 
it, they have to take responsibility for bad con for bad scripts. It, it kind of mm-hmm. it's kind of like their fault, you know, in a way. Like they have to right. shoulder the criticism of having to deliver shitty lines and shitty characters, you know. So if 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 they're just given, I think a lot of Asian actors, if they're just given access to like better material, they're just gonna. A lot of them are gonna shine, you know. Um, so hopefully, hopefully that means a lot more Asian talent gets 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 their time and uh, you know this sounds for a long time i've i've felt like um that this we were really talking about like uh you know this almost as like an employment thing like you know asian Mm american asian actors should have the ability to make a living or whatever which is true it's just i don't really care about that because i'm not an actor so it's not really my struggle but i do really do Mm and i really really do enjoy watching asian actors Asian American actors get really, really good material. Uh, and that's yeah. the thing that I think a lot of the, you know, this is why I'm not that interested in Asian American, um, the Asian American like sweep is because I just don't think the material was that good. Uh, yeah. Just, I'm not like, I'm just not sitting there going, wow. Like I got to watch that scene again, you know, uh, nothing like that. Yeah. So. Well, here, here's what I'll here's what I'll say in in answer to your question, uh, Chris, is that, um, I, like Tina was saying, there's going to be a little, there's going to be some of both, right? There's going to be some of people who always have the talent getting their shot finally, and also just sort of people along for the ride, and and I don't know if I'd call it affirmative action, but they're going to get a chance just because, you know, they're they're the right type of person or whatever, right? Um, but I think overall, it's just better. We're going to get more good material if the volume of what's coming out, uh, coming out, uh, are there just more Asian things coming out, uh, than if we have less. So we're good. So from a numbers game perspective, it, it could be a good thing where, yes, we're going to get some mediocre and bad stuff, but we're also going to get more, you know, good stuff. And that also means that like more actors will hopefully it's not just all the same people in all these projects, but hopefully more people get I, their chance. Adam, so I feel there's going to be certainly bad people and they're going to be good people. So overall, more Asian Americans getting Adam. A shot I feel like there's enough there's enough good. actors now where I can't I can't keep track of a lot of them. Um, you know, yeah, I gotta true. admit, like when when Quantum Leap first came out, I thought it was Randall Park. <laughs> I was. I thought they had. Put a, <laughs> he sort of does look. He sort of does. Yeah, look I thought like they Randall had put Park. Randall Park through like you know like this like intense fucking training session to get make him jacked and and somewhat <laughs> hot. All, like, and I was muscle. like, yo, what happened to Randall Park? Why does he look good? I was like, oh, that's not Randall Park. Okay, so there's like more. There's a lot of different Asian actors though. One guy I really like is um I don't even know his name. He he was in. I saw him in the menu. Did you guys see that movie? No. Um, no, okay. I haven't seen it, but I, I heard it was it was popular. It was okay. It wasn't my favorite movie, but you know it's watchable. Ray Fiennes is in it; he's excellent. Um, and then two actors in it, Asian, that I think are really interesting. One is that woman, Hong Chao. She's she was in. I think she she got nominated for some movie. The whale. Before. Yeah, yeah, the whale. Yeah, she, the, I didn't see that, but she plays this psychotic hostess, you know, of this like restaurant. And she's she's very psychotic, <laughs> and she's really scary and good. 
And then the other is the guy. I think he's the last time I saw him, he was in um, Succession, and he oh, plays Lawrence from Succession. Yeah, yeah. So he play, the he Vulture goes, guy. Yeah, the the guy. Okay. Yes, and he. Um, I really like him. He has a very interesting face, and he's very good in this movie. And he has a surprisingly big number, large number of lines in this movie, for like a you know for, uh, Rob Yang. Huh? Yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah. Rob let me, Yang. Let me look. I think that's who. It no, is. Yeah, yeah. Is it is he showing Yang. up in the menu? Yeah, yeah. I just looked yeah. it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're talking about, he was in Succession. He was in The Americans. Yes. Yeah, um, that guy. And there's some. He's he's very. I don't know. I just find him not that his character was that great or anything in in the menu, but just the way he delivers lines and there's a certain like pathos to him and just something about his face is really interesting. And he and he plays like a kind of like a douchey tech bro, and he's there with like two other douchey bro- one black guy, one la- one uh, Latino guy, and they're 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 just the kind that go around blowing money and just acting like tech tech bros and stuff, and uh, <laughs> and they're also guilty of all sorts of like you know uh, you know corporate malfeasance and stuff, and um, there's not much to it, but. Watching that, I thought, you know, this is definitely a guy that could do like a really interest, could be a lead in a or a very interesting co-lead or something. Well, he's he's actually um, going to be in the new Kiefer Sutherland show called Rabbit okay. Hole, and he plays like a recurring character. Yeah. And I so. figure that a lot of these guys are coming up because of talent. Okay. You know. I, I hope so. I hope so. I'd always rather. He's that, not like course, an exceptionally but... handsome guy. He's a pretty regular looking guy, right? Um, he he. I don't think he's like made a name for himself in part. You know, I, he's he's had some cool roles, but it's not like he's like the hot name. So I figure that he must be getting roles because he's actually really good. Mm-hmm. Is is my is my guess? So anyway, that's another guy, Rob Yang. I like him. Here's another question I have for you guys. If you are an Asian American who was really into this like media rep stuff and you're not actually mm-hmm. uh, in the industry yourself, so there's not like a direct personal interest, what do you think you're feeling now? Isn't that us? <laughs> I guess we're not into the <laughs> media rep. Thing. Well, we're not really yeah, into so the what, rep. So what are you guys feeling right? then? I mean, I told, I said, I said how I was feeling. How, do, how are you guys feeling? I am feeling like that there there is there is something to be said when you see an Asian guy play a role that is reflective of what Asian guys actually are like in real life. This is, you're talking a, about Ken Leong in industry name as name an ex- right, as right. the first time that I've really felt that sort as of like example. yes yes this is what these guys are like. Yeah, this is exact. Mm-hmm. This is not a fake Asian guy character. This is a real Asian guy character, and I I have to say it's incredibly fun. It's fun to watch. It's very fun, um, because it 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 just you can get into the character without feeling like that someone somewhere had interfered with or meddled with the actor and the actor's ability to portray this person. Like this is clearly written, you know, I get, I get the feeling like when they did, when they were preparing for this 
this show that they went to real trading floors to look at how they were really run. And it's not just Ken Leong. There's another guy, Rishi, an, uh, an Indian guy, Indian-British guy, right across from him on, I think, on like a rates desk or something. And that guy is also very realistic. He's a, he's very like a frat bro. He's an asshole, you know, um, and and but he's very good at his job. And the, just the whole thing was like, finally, you know, the the Hollywood or the TV looks like the world that I know. And it, it was cool. I was like, okay, then I can actually get into this show a little bit. Now, the rest of the show is not that interesting. And I, I've kind of stopped watching it, but I might get back into it. But um, if that's – if I just think it makes things look so much more realistic and compelling. And, and, and you don't have this, like, cringy, like, oh, shit, here comes the Asian fucking token character. You know, and, and instead is it's 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 this, uh, you know, really charismatic and somewhat scary character, and you're like, yeah, that's perfect. Anyway, yeah, um, like, how do I feel about like, uh, in a sense that like we've sort of won the media rep? Is that sort of like the the framing of that? It's like we've gotten we have? the media yeah, rep. That, people... That's I think the the central question before moving on. Do you think there's well, something has been well? Won? If 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 the measure is okay, uh, do we have more? Do we have more Asian representation on the screen, behind the camera, in the writers' room, uh, and that's the measure? Then I, I think that if you were someone who was all about media representation, we've got to get it up, and like you know, you you couldn't say you didn't win. Sorry, my my internet. Um, I think I think Adam dropped off for a sec. Hello, where are you? Hey, he's back. Sorry, yeah, my there internet. Um, but anyway, yeah, I was going to say that you would have to say that they've won, or, or that we've we've sort of gotten to a much better place, uh, and or, or or that we're winning, right? And some sort of winning, uh, whether. I feel like that's a victory uh, that means anything. Uh, I don't know. I will say that uh, the younger, you know, the kids I'm around, like my nephews, my nieces, um, the the kids that I mentor, um, they don't, at least they don't tell me uh, or they don't seem to be that, they're not neurotic about, oh, I don't see myself on TV, right? I don't see myself in movies. Uh, maybe they're too young to think about about it in that way, but I think from that perspective, I think it's good. Uh, but I also don't know whether how much their self esteem is wrapped up in that stuff. I think they just watch what they like, and a lot of, I you know maybe this is going to sound cynical or maybe I'm totally wrong, but like a lot of the media rep stuff to me felt like it was just sort of like. 20, 30, 40, 50 year olds that had a resentment that they had and they, they were sort of projecting it on everyone else. Uh, I, I don't know whether the young kids ever really felt that way, at least, you know, that were, um, you know, Gen Z or younger. So maybe, and maybe it's because there's more representation. 
But yeah, I mean, Adam, I think for me, it's also not just, you know, self-serving in the sense of like, hey, does this like make life, does this make dating easier for Asian guys, you know, or does this like make it, does this make all our dreams come true? I mean, I think the larger point here is that, you know, you can't do a show like Industry well without there being an Eric Tao or a Rishi type character. That's true. Because that's what the that's it's not just (laughs) yeah and it's not just you know here's the thing is like these characters they are the way they are exactly the same way you know exactly because uh you know they're asian guys like that rishi guy clearly overcompensates as the Mm -hmm. south asian frat bro which is a common occurrence uh, you know among really successful (laughs) south asian guys right they're like sometimes overly frat frat like um and this Eric Tao guy is, you know, psychotic in his, you know, in his sort of like belief that although trading is the sort of like bottom rung of the investment bank stack, he's like, I'm the one that makes the real money. So all you, you know, fucking analysts up there and investment banker MA advisors or whatever the fuck who think you're better than me, show me the numbers. That's him. You know, and and so I, you know, he's like, I'm not going to respect your fucking, uh, I'm not going to respect the, the 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 typical, well-bred white British bankers, you know, uh, view of the world. I'm the one that knows how to actually do the mechanics of a trade mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. make money. And so you could say whatever you want, but this is my baseball bat. It's my PNL, and that's r- the real world. That's the real fucking world. I've met so many Asian guys like this, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and so, and and that's exactly, like, the chip he has on his shoulder is exactly the same size as the chip that so many Wall Street Asian guys have. Um, You know, who didn't waltz right into, like, some plum fucking, you know, right, soft right. client-based job, you know, but this guy actually has to sit and punch trades in. And, uh, but he makes a shitload of cash. And, you you know, you just can't, you know, most most uh, shows about finance do not can't get that level of nuance uh, about you know what the cast system inside finance is and why the characters are the way they are without having an Asian guy character. Period. Uh, so you know, sorry. I know I'm I'm blowing the shit out of this show that I've only watched two episodes of, but I'm just saying. Well, yeah. Uh, You've only seen two episodes. I, I thought you had at least seen one season. No, only two. <laughs> and I already know. Right. I already know. Well, yeah, but you I, know, I, my point is that it actually makes Hollywood better. It makes the shows better. It to can have yes, accurately, it absolutely. Yeah, to have accurately rendered Asian characters in the kinds of settings that Hollywood cares about. A lot of times, you need to have Asian characters to make it make sense. And if you're going to do a show about finance, you're going to have oh, to have Asian yeah. characters. I mean, you can't you can't just have yeah for sure exactly you know. Uh, and I think that that's a lot of the things that maybe the, some of the tech stuff does wrong is that they don't have accurate. You know, like, I think Silicon Valley kind of you know I guess they had what's his name um what's that guy's name Jimmy the, O Yang Jimmy O Yang you know yeah like that guy I don't know I feel like he is sort of and maybe we can start distinguishing maybe now that we have 
you know, um, there seems to be like a like a explosion in the number of Asian people cast. You can start distinguishing between ones that are clearly like clownish and and stereotypical versus ones that are doing you know really good shit. You know, and I I think Jimmy O Yang's a hack if you ask me. Uh, I don't know enough about the the tech industry to judge Silicon Valley on its accuracy, but some people tend to like it. I think a lot of insiders do like it because it's a good satire of the industry. But yeah, I mean, Jimmy O Yang as a as a comedian, I've never found him that funny. So, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I think I think it is good that the media rep sort of stuff has 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 won in a sense. Um, you know, I don't know whether that has much. I don't know whether it's it, it's reaches that great that far, but in and of it, in and of that industry and what teens talking about about making media better, um, I think it's good. I think it's good, but in you know in the wider context of the world, I don't know how much it's doing. Not not just talking about dating, but just you know in general the environment of you know how people look at Asian people right in America. I, I don't think that. You know, everything, everywhere, all at once. Winning the Oscar is going to do much to move the needle on, you know, violence. But it, it's good for for media, right? It's good for for that in and of itself. So, yes, I guess it's a win then. You know, it's it's good then. What do you think, Chris? You, I feel like you're skeptical. I think it's because I was more than you i th- i think uh more invested in this idea and you mean before just, hmm? you mean before just, invested in the yeah. idea that yeah. yeah okay and therefore it, it's it's I'm, I'm just having more doubts about just thinking of like is this what it's like if this is what I thought I wanted, why doesn't it feel? Well, what did you? Well, well, let me ask yeah. you. What did you yeah. think you wanted out of it? What did you think you were going to get out of this? As I said, this all feels too. Um, is it, it too contrived? Is it too like artificial? The feeling yeah. I would best describe it as: it, it feels like the empty satisfaction of being accepted by people who once looked down on you. Okay, and okay. and now you know, uh, uh, seeing all these grateful, happy Asian American actors and directors. I mean, aside from their personal success, like I, like you know, just themselves individually wanting to be recognized by their peers. Separate from that, um, the feeling I get is, it's like. I mean, I, I've always kind of known all along that, that media representation was a projection of a of like this dissatisfaction that was very hard to quantify. Therefore, we could only really even acknowledge its um, existence by pointing to like say cultural works. It's kind of like uh, like you know, maybe something like shadow puppetry. But now it feels like we we've gone so far in that we've mistaken the 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 shadow puppets for actual real things, and then that's 
what I think is the the source of my just dissatisfaction right now. Like, wait well, a minute, this was never really supposed to be just about the movies. We pointed to the movies because there was a greater sense of unease or anger we were having. Mm-hmm. We just couldn't quite express it because a lot of the stuff is, is oh, just I very see. hard to. Right, but so but now maybe you're right. I think you're right because more, I just didn't. Okay. I never cared about that so much. I actually just wanted movies to be better, and, and right, I think and, that and, they, yeah, they will be better then, because of this. Yeah. So for me, who somebody who was really using this as some as part of something bigger, um, it, it feels like people. It, it feels like like a halfway victory that will satisfy a lot of people and i don't want them to be satisfied well they will be satisfied because people took that media rep message right Uh, we need uh, which uh, you're right probably a lot of people are using that as like a proxy or the easy target for broader things right bigger issues in society but a lot of people like i think teen mentioned early on people are like making media rep about jobs a jobs program for asian actors and crew and, uh, and writers and directors right and that was sort of like the the dominant message. If you were to ask like a, you know, just a normie person on the street, what what does media represent, representation mean? They would say like faces on the screens and you know, roles for people and jobs for writers and directors, right? And that's been accomplished. But I guess you're saying that that obviously was not the main goal, right? Or let's say even beyond just uh, employment concerns for people in the entertainment industry, it's like the sense of uh, like community building or identity building for Asian Mm. Americans. Even that um, is like, okay, well, we have, you know, the way that we we thought our parents... um, were short-sighted because they thought, you know, so long as you have your uh, white-collar job and, and nice Ivy League um, education, you've got it all. What the hell are you complaining about? It, it just seems like our generation version of that is plus Oscars or plus uh, some kind of uh, entertainment award. And, and that just seems to be not much more... Uh, profound than than what came before and and so much of us so many of us uh spent our entire lives looking down on 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 our like stupid first generation parents you know for being oh how could you be so so uh credential oriented or something like that we thought we were fighting for something so much bigger when in the end all we wanted was a different form of like a harvard diploma yeah, yeah well, I mean it, that 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 the problem with that is that you're you know people were invested for the wrong reasons. Um, well, I think, you know, mm-hmm. um, because I, I I don't think I think like the I feel like the people who look towards media to solve a lot of problems are the ones that are just like probably too invested in media in the first place. Yeah, and yeah. so therefore, like, kind of overweight um, the. The, the 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 overlap or the nexus between the media sphere and the real world you know like it's very plato's cave you know uh so i think there's just a general problem in america of people who overweight um and this is stan culture you know like people who just who who take media too seriously 
But at, at the same time, in a way, I feel like those people don't take it seriously enough because they want they want media to bend to the prosaic needs of like their lives. And I don't think that's what it's supposed to do when it's at its best. Like when you're watching TV or movies or or whatever you know Hollywood produces uh, or whatever artists produce and makes it to you know your eyeballs you know there are chances for for that stuff to be transcendent and like really fucking good uh and we've seen it but it seems like the more stand culture takes over and the more people want to live in the media sphere permanently the worse everything gets and also the more like politically loaded everything seems to be and uh but that doesn't i think the point for me anyway was that you see Asian Americans excel in a lot of different fields. Like we're exceptionally, there's a lot of capable Asian people in America that, and this is no shock because we basically are the result of decades of brain draining Asia. So yeah, in a way they, you know, like this was a program that was meant to take over the, you know, the best educated uh, among, among us and, and try to steal us away from Asia. So it is, it is a uh, there is an aspect of Asians in America that is like um, and just and, and even just like the, the the you know the the sheer like fucking Darwinian the number of Darwinian obstacles one has to take to just get over here and start building a life, including you know like poor immigrants just fighting for existence. What I'm saying is like out of that you've seen Asians do incredible shit in other fields like medicine, like law, mm-hmm. like engineering, like business, everything, everything, everything. Why, where is that genius when it comes to creative works? It should be there. It should be there, but I don't think we've seen it. And I do think that the media rep people were right in that if it was there, there were not open avenues to let that flourish. And if that takes, you know, an Oscar win of like a middling movie that nobody cares that I don't like, I, I don't care. It's not offensive to me. But if that makes it the conditions better so that in the future, in the near future, hopefully, that Asia, you know, some Asian person, some Asian Asian person in America that has something incredible to create and share because they have like that spark of genius mm-hmm. or whatever is in them. I mean, that's a fu- that's fucking fantastic. They have not only is that person. Sorry, go ahead. The avenue will be open. That's what I was saying before, right? Yeah, and not only is it going to benefit that person because they have the op the 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 uh, opportunity to do it, it's going to benefit everyone who comes across what that person creates. Well, and, which and, is the whole well, point of it. That's it's going to enrich art, everyone right? who who watches or reads it. Right. They're going to be enriched by what this person creates. And if that person wasn't allowed to create it because they were Asian, then that's a loss not just for that person, but for everyone who never gets to see what this person was capable of. You know, so. Yeah, and that 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 it's that's gotta, a broader that's gotta discussion be of good. art, right? So yeah, I mean that's got to be good, right? I can't think that that's bad, even if it means that we have to. <laughs> well, you gotta take the shit with the, you know good with the bad, right? Sometimes we gotta see short round up there, you know, yeah. <laughs> thanking thanking Steven Spielberg for being his daddy. You know, it's like oh my, is that what he did? <laughs> Basically, oh my god. <laughs> Basically, well, I can understand Chris why that that would that pisses you off. I mean, or that upsets you that like that happens. It's not it's not a, a pissing or upset because as I said, it's um I mean apart from everything everywhere all at once is 
especially annoying fans. Many of them aren't even Asian. I mean, we we got some annoying Asian fans, but I think the worst fans are actually not Asian. Besides but do, that, but don't you really, think this opens the door for you as an Asian male writer in America? Don't you think that that makes it more possible? All of this adds up to it being more pop. It makes you automatically more relevant. It automatically makes you more interesting, more marketable, and it opens it widens the uh, possibilities for what you're able to write about. I, I think, think actually one thing I think is my prediction is that this we've often talked about like an Asian American counterculture, right? But the problem with that is that there was no Asian American culture to speak of. But I think what we are seeing is there is going is an establishment of uh, uh, a sort of a I mean, this is going to sound very pathetic, but like an Asian American canon of sorts of films and TV shows that people are going to be able to point to. Uh, and when you establish that, I, there will be a backlash to it. People who will find this very. Um, for whatever reason, just like they don't like it or they think it's not complete or whatever. So I think there's finally something to bounce back off of. Um, But I mean, on a very personal level, I don't particularly, I think it validates a certain type of Asian American, like millennial, maybe Gen X type who've dedicated their lives to fitting into the entertainment industry. I think this, but I, I don't really feel a kinship with that. So, I mean, maybe as a side effect, but I'm more interested in seeing how, okay, so now we have about, you. that's about as mainstream as you can get, like an Asian American film, like un, like undoubtedly Asian American film, not just like an Asian American director or one or two characters. It's like a very Asian American movie. Getting uh, the highest mainstream honors uh, of this uh you know, like the film industry. Um, there's, there's no real way you can say anymore that um, these types of Asian Americans are outsiders or like barbarians at the gates types, and that means it's now going to be. Uh, there is going to be a reaction to this, and I, I'm very interested in, in what that will be, and that that's something I'm more interested in being a part of than like you know, because uh, I, I just don't see what I personally want to do fitting in with, with what this is, what's going on here. Cause it all seems very like, I, th- I think a lot of it has to do I, with the fact, well, go ahead. I, I just don't think it's, it's necessary to, to um, place like a qualitative uh, boundary around what's going on. Like, yeah, these are, you know, I know these, these kinds of movies are not your cup of tea. They're certainly not my cup of tea. But I think the larger point is that, you know, I I do think that they are uh, paving the way for there to be to establish that, you know, you you can't you don't want to just like if you're out there and you're trying to find you know publish the next best selling book or put out and you know put out a, a script that's going to be greenlit into the next big TV series or or, or movie or whatever that you no longer are going to count mark against something just because one of the characters or one of the lead characters is Asian or the writer is Asian or whatever. And in fact, in light of all this shit, 
you might actually give it a positive. And I, I, I have to say, I have to think that given my conviction that there are a lot of really talented Asian writers and actors and directors and whatever, filmmakers, and we know a lot of them, and, you know, mm-hmm. uh, there's got to be a lot. This is this is a fuck. This is a brilliant opportunity for all of them, and um, you know, j- just because you know Michelle Yeoh's performance in Everything Everywhere wasn't like as hyped as great as it was hyped to be, you know, does it change the dynamics of what's going on? Which is that if I were an Asian writer or other or, or other talent, I don't think there'd be any other time in American history that I'd rather be alive than right now because. You you might actually have a pretty good fucking shot at that role, you know, or 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 sitting in that director's chair or or you know getting your script, take you know, except you know greenlit, then right now. Um. So yeah, I think it's I don't know, man. I just think you it's it should be very positive thing. Um, even even if you don't like the movies. <laughs> Well, I you know? think Chris, you make a good point that uh, you know having a culture, there's a counterculture, right? There's like a they both need each other in a way, right? And it was very hard to so you can't really start a you can't have like the ground the the groundwork be sort of the counterculture or like which tends to be I think sort of anti-establishment. You have to sort of have like a have the you know, the wall that you push against be sort of more establishment, you know, supported that you can then push against. Right. And even one, one cynical take I have, you know, I was thinking is that, well, uh, when you were talking, Tina is like, well, maybe because of the, what's been established as making money. Right. And we know that Hollywood is about sort of making money and there's a lot of copycat stuff. Right. So, there's one you could have you could there's one opinion you could have is to say that well the only thing that's going to get greenlit or be successful or get made are the things that are sort of very similar to what's been made already and if you don't particularly like that kind of stuff and you're not and that's not what you're writing then that could you know maybe you'll have a hard time right but i think also that means that there's probably going to be someone out there who's like well i don't like that either but i know there's a lot of talent so I'm going to see, I'm going to look for like the opposite or something different. So hopefully like that, that comes into, you know, that, that comes to fruition soon as well. But I think that, you know, that that's sort of like what I was thinking, you know, when you were, when, when you're making your comments team. Yeah. Counterculture, you know, counterculture, whatever. I, I think the point is that, that there, there, you don't know what's around the corner because this is about creativity. You know, like I didn't think that I was going to see Ken Leong play Eric Tao. I didn't think that I, I had no idea that someone was going to go do that. And then someone did it and it's fucking amazing. And it may not be your cup of tea or whatever, but I, to me, it really I was just like, this is I've never seen this before. I've seen it in real life. I've never seen it before on TV, but yet I've seen it in real life. And I think we've talked a lot about like, you know, we want to tell stories about we want to tell new stories about uh, Asian men. Here's a new story about an Asian man that's never really been told before, and it's 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 great, and it just makes me want to see more. I'm like, you know, there's so many other kinds of like Asian male characters out there, 
that, you know, I can't even imagine what it would look like on screen done by really talented writers and actors, you know, putting it to life. And it just, it just kind of opened my mind up to the possibilities. You know, I was like, wow, because like, you know, we've, we've been obsessing over these types of shit for like how many years now. And I think the reason we've obsessed over this type of shit is precisely because we knew real life is infinitely more when it came to Asian dudes that we know in real life, they're infinitely more interesting and have infinitely more like, you know, they're just so much more interesting, but it's never put up on screen for people to see. And it's too bad because, you know, it's just not appreciated widely enough that some of these guys are like super fucking interesting, you know, Um, that that's the thing that I, that I am very stoked about is, is the potential for there to be. Now, if it's just going to be, you know, stories that I don't care about and Hollywood's going to try and only tell like, you know, stories about fucking dorky Asian men that have anxiety and, you know, <laughs> you know, just more of that shit. Okay, fine. This whole thing was a bust. But I do think there is, op- I don't know if that's set in stone is my point. I think at this point, we don't know whether that's set in stone. And so people yeah, no, who have good stories to tell, people who, this is the time to do it, in my opinion. Go for, you know, if you're going to, you know, you know, go or bust, I think this is the time to do it. The 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 future is not set in stone. It is up it is up for grabs. The window of opportunity is open. Asian writers, Asian talent, Asian actors, the time, you know, this is the green light. You know, it's time to fucking hit it. So, you know, and and so the the attitude of sitting back and going, "No, this is not exactly the way I want it to be." Well, okay, but that that's it's it's not set in stone. The situation is fluid, man. You know, <laughs> the situation <laughs> is fluid. Uh, so, you know, th- throw in, <laughs> throw in. <laughs> you know, uh, do not, do not, uh, you know, do not let others just dominate this and yeah. say, oh, well, it, we're just gonna make fucking ten Randall Parks a movie for uh, Randall Park movies for Netflix from now on. And that's Asian American. Come on, no, nobody wants that. You know, yeah, well, I want yeah, Eric that, Tao. I want Eric fucking Tao. That's what I want. <laughs> well, that's the thing, right? It's like if you're not satisfied with it, you have to give it a try, right? If you're if you're really that committed to it, like if you really don't like it, or like if, if you're it takes Lena Dunham, industry, if it takes working with Lena Dunham yeah. to bring it out, so you got to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Their bridge is too far, my friend. <laughs> Yeah. No, I'm 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 a Lita Dunham fan. I don't care. I know. You <laughs> we love. This is a yeah, speak for your, that loves Speak for yourselves. Speak yeah. for yourselves. We override you two to one. We I don't, don't care. I don't care. Dude, she she brought to life the best, probably the best Asian. Male She's just the director seen. for that one episode. Okay. I know, but still, still, you see, still. she's not the writer for the whole show in that character. She just directed him in one episode. Don't she give said, her too much know, credit. She now. she did more. She did more for Asian male characters than any other director that I've seen in a long time. If if that was her doing, I don't think it was. But I, I don't think it was either. I think she just directed the script. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not giving well, her credit. Pattern Ken, of like, I'm not giving her credit flattering. for Ken Lung's acting. Okay. I'm not. Doing the showrunner at least looked at this character and was like, "This this guy's going to be a breakout star for us. If there's going to be a breakout star, it's going to be this guy." 
you know and and that goes against every instinct in hollywood which was to which was to take the camera and point it away from the asian guy they were like no 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 that's the guy you know and the result is fucking is fucking great and there you know i'm telling you there is something about and i'm and this goes for that yang guy what's his name something yang rob yang rob yang goes for him too there is something about the Asian guy with a chip on his shoulder and a shitload to prove and that that sort of like just absolute fucking, you know, I am going to destroy you at some level. You know, I'm going to I am going to win this. I you know people like this, don't you? Don't you know Asian oh, guys yeah. that have oh, that definitely. fire in them? Oh, of yeah, like that sure. chip on their shoulder instead of making them into sad sack short rounds or whatever. <laughs> Actually, Short Round was kind of based in that movie, actually. Uh, he no, was, actually. What, instead of making, you know, another... Uh, and, you know, a lot of white characters are going this way. A lot of white guy characters are being written this way now. It's sad. But Asian characters, I think it's more believable now that there are these guys who are, like, just fucking absolutely motivated to to prove themselves, to win, to destroy you, to do whatever it takes and I saw that I never really watched Succession. I just watched the first few episodes, and I saw that immediately out of uh, out of Yang, right? Like he had that that just that 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 quality, you know. And and the reason I like it is because I see that in a lot of dudes that I know. That is a very accurate thing, and it's a it it translates into fascinating characters because they have a level of drive and commitment that most characters do not and you know coupled with this sort of like that coupled with the existing stereotype of asian competence i think creates very interesting characters to me anyway and apparently to other people if they're gonna you know shine shine the spotlight on him so that's that's kind of what i've got me thinking you know is just like oh finally you know they're gonna they're gonna pay some attention to these guys, so yeah. Anyway, all right. So everyone should watch Industry. That's what yeah. people should get from this. <laughs> yeah, just why? I mean, just for the character, you know, just for that character. I'm not, I'm not in love with a lot of the rest of the show, but that he that he is a big part of it. So you get a lot of Eric Tao in this show. There's no shortage um, of Eric Tao. Chris, you said you you watched Joyride. No, I saw a trailer. Oh, you saw the, the, the movie's trailer. not even out yet. Oh. How would I watch it unless I like somehow? Maybe it's screened at some film festival, but no. I, I was like, I know you're a masochist. I didn't know you're that much of a masochist. <laughs> I mean, it could be good, but but trailer just looked like there's sort of like try hardness about I think millennial Asian Americans still that, uh, especially I think if you are part of kind of like. You spend your whole life trying to break into the entertainment industry. You are, by definition, always the outsider trying to strain for acceptance. And it just, it just, maybe it's just because I am like Asian, second gen, like Asian American millennial, but there is this uncomfortable quality watching it. And you know what? Maybe it'll be great. Uh, hopefully it is not cringe, but it, the trailer didn't seem that great. And I haven't seen the trailers for the other stuff either. So. The variety, the variety review says the movie may not be bridesmaids level brilliant. Oh, the reviews more... are already out. 
Yeah, Variety has a review, but it's got more than a couple Hall of Fame worthy comedy set pieces. So there. Okay, that's, that that's seems the, like the uh, movie may not be like at the level of bridesmaids. Praise. So, <laughs> eh. like good effort. They're basically saying, you know, good effort, Asians, good effort. Oh God. Anyway, all right. Um, we're at an hour and a half. Should we should call we it? Yeah. Oh, whoa, whoa, yeah. already an hour and a half. All right. Yeah, okay. sorry. Yeah. Probably because of my uh, <laughs> my connection issues too. Oh, oh no, 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 that no, one. no, it wasn't that long. All right, uh, good chatting with you guys. Absolutely. Yeah, it's All been right. a while. That was fun, and mm-hmm. uh, we'll yeah, we should we have a couple. But we're kind of in the hole in the bonuses, guys. Um, mm, but yeah, uh, we'll, yeah. we'll, I think we'll we can put this that. out as a free one. I'll put this up as a free okay. one. And oh, then for sure. We'll, yeah, we'll hit them up with a bonus right. this year. Okay. All right. Good night, See y'all. See you. Bye. Bye.